I'm back, 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 for realsy reels, kids. I know, I know it seemed like I was gone for a while. We even got some new followers and some new listens while I was gone, which is great because you guys are checking out all the episodes, and I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, but where the hell have I been? Well, um, been on making a TV show. Uh, as you guys know, uh, I, I'm regularly in, uh, you know, the industry, as they say. Uh, but normally, I, I'm serving someone else and making blockbusters to nowhere or useless lifetime pictures about the same story again and again. But guess what? Now, Maui has its own show, and your boy here had a hand in it. Um, but not just myself, okay? So first, I want to say thank you to all the guys, gals, etc., who all made this possible. Uh, my crew, most definitely, Jonathan, Brad, Austin, Kalikoa, Alyssa, Crenshaw, Kevin, Derek, Patty, Bronson, Chino, Steve, Dylan, John Rodart, our amazing ensemble cast, Kathy, Kaleo, Kainoa, all right, Chaz, Soldier Girl, Noah, and all the Paniolo guys. We made one TV show for Maui. I'm fucking proud of us, okay? And it took a lot out of me. I got to say, I was lucky enough to fit in that last uh, interview with uh, Shane Sinensi, and uh, we got to talk about the East Maui Water Authority, but I, I hadn't been checking in on the Wednesdays and the Fridays because production was really taking a lot out of me. I had to give my best to Moku Moku. And for those of you that caught the test screening, you know how much of a gem it is. And I can't wait to share more with you. And hopefully, if everything goes according to plan, I'm going to be back the end of the spring shooting the whole first season of the show. So cross your fingers, kids. Maui's got a comedy series, and yours truly is bumping it out. And might I say, I'm proud of it. I'm super proud of it. And the entire team that has come together to make it. And I'm also super proud of the fact that we have such an amazing community that came out to support us. So thank you. Thank you. That's where I've been. I've been off making a TV show, and I didn't have the right amount of time to come in and make a podcast at the same time. So, I mean, I, I kept the lights on, kept the hosting up. Thank you guys for listening to old episodes while I've been gone. Uh, but now there's new episodes, you know, and why has it taken it so long? Because I, I can't, I can't give my best to you if I'm giving my best to make out a TV show. You know what I'm saying? So like I had to, I had to separate the two. So until I get me, you know, either a clone of me or I can afford, uh, more assistance or a segment producer to help, uh, me out with, um, the show here. You know, but I got to say I'm a proud pop in the sense that I made a whole bunch of jobs happen for a TV show pilot. Hopefully get them all back and more jobs for the next one. And then maybe we'll see what we could do about upgrading the show here. Um, speaking about upgrades, um, there's ad space available, but I don't think I want to give it out now. Like, I think I'm going to just stick to the PSAs and the freebies for the arts and uh, all you... Uh, 
all you uh, businesses, big and small, that I sent clout decks to and pitches to for it, well, I guess, you know, too late now. Uh, if you don't want in, that's cool. And a lot of your uh, your weird uh, evaluations of my status were very interesting. So uh, for those of you who do pay attention to anything that gets circulated on Maui, outside of like two or three radio stations, most of these papers don't have the reach they say they do. Uh, and uh, most of their social media sucks. Sucks worse than me not showing up for a month. All right? I mean, we'll, we'll go over it. I think that'll definitely be on a thing for a Sunday is we'll have to do, like, a live Twitch cast slash Fully Go video for once and then, like, do the walkthrough. And we're going to talk about why uh, nearly everything in the social media sphere and the news sphere in Hawaii is an outright lie. And um, why that's one of the biggest reasons why I started this show because – uh, let's just put it this way. In comparison to the regular uh, daily readership of certain news websites in Hawaii, I get more listens. And I'm not saying that to be proud because my, my number count is not as high as I want it to be. Okay? If you guys want to meet me in person and look at what my numbers are beyond what you can see visibly on one platform or two at a time, I, I, I'm willing to share. Okay? I'm not embarrassed because we only get better if we work to get better. And I've got to say, most of the Hawaii paper press and news system is not working to get better. Um, so save out of like a few niche avenues, which everybody loves to get their news or find what's going on on. Uh, most of your papers are lying to you. Most of them are full of junk anyway. So why not just listen to me? Um, yeah. So that's that's the status there. So you're going to see or hear Less ads this season because, well, I got a TV show and that's enough to pay the bills. So I figured, you know what, why not just like give it back somewhere else, you know? So I'm not going to go hunting for ad dollars because I don't need to be a sellout there. I got enough to take care of my life, you know? We could always wish for more, but we don't need it right now. Um, and, and then with that, the ad space is going to go to those who need it. Because for all you out there listening, you do care about these things. So you know what? I'm sure you appreciate me making those community announcements. And I'm sure you appreciate some of these PSAs, especially for the Kapuna who do listen, that tolerate my dirty mouth and all. But, you know, I'm trying to keep you guys informed and up to date on the things that I think and I think that we can agree on that we need to pay attention to. So um, with that being said... Let's dive into the weekly Wednesday and let's cover the world. Let's cover the world and we're we're gonna be a little more hmm, how should I say? I'm I wanna I'm gonna try my damnedest to be informative, but we're going to be a little more irate this season because I realize that you guys want to be more irate. If there's anything that I, because I actually had time to talk to people for once and see physical bodies instead of like hiding in my office all day, every day. Um, you guys want to talk about the hard stuff. You do. We finally reached that hump of the world was so hard. Y'all recognize like the hard sh stuff should be talked about all the time. So for all you out there who want to do the let's escape in just the good have fun resting on your laurels because we got shit to do over here. I'm not going to waste my time and my airspace to just go, ooh, look at these chestnuts. Okay? Yeah. No, I kid you not, guys. For those of you who did 
bother to watch some of the new Hakaku segments coming out. Oh, my God. Who does a segment on chestnuts? Really? Chestnuts? That's good news? Why not talk about, like, babies being born or, like, a new patch of earth sprouting some brand new super fruit? But, like, chestnuts? Come on. Like, that's not that's not even news, let alone good news. Like, who the hell writes that shit? And you know what? I know most of those guys over there won't be listening, so I'm just going to say it. Um, I mean, I won't say it on their social media feed because that will give them way too much attention than they need because they don't. But for those of you that are hiding here with me listening to my voice as uh, – as talking, come on, we all talk about this. We all talk about this in private, so why not I just be the big blabbermouth in public? Well, for as public as one can be, listen by a select few amount of people in the hundreds, mind you, but still only in the hundreds. Um, but, yeah, is that really what we want to hear about out here on Maui? So um, I'm going to start with what can get your blood boiling. Then I'm going to get my blood boiling. And then I'm going to talk about why both sides are stupid. And then we're going to figure out what we can do as people. And that's going to be the new plan here. It's both sides are stupid. How do we fix it from the middle? Because realistically, the time for left and right is over. The time for compromise is here. The time for sitting in the middle and coming together is at hand. Because if the neutral middle does not get their shit together and just kind of take the world by the balls for a moment, the far left and the far right are going to take over with their new extreme middle that they've created, okay? Because it's happened. Case in point, all right? Republicans are outraged about the Ohio train derailment. So far as there's conspiracy theories about how it happened. But look at who deregulated train safety. Trump. Trump deregulated train safety, so the trains were unsafe. And then, but Democrats are outraged. But Biden sent everyone back to work without a day off. So everyone in the train industry is overworked, underpaid, and never getting an ounce of sleep. So you've got unsafe train tracks and unsafe operators. So I'd call that both those assholes' fault. All right? This is just another thing to add to the laundry list of disappointments and the greater sign of how the left and the right are colluding to what I call now the extreme middle. Okay, we have this opposite side where the left has gone far enough and the right has gone far enough that they've looped around in a backward circle away from the actual middle and created a new one on the other side of crazy. And it's crazy. It really is. Because now, now, now we have now we have modern Democrats repeating phrases of ancient Republicans. I mean, come on, guys! Biden with that whole "get back to work" thing to the train workers—that was so obviously Reagan-era crony, just crappy president. Everything stunk to high heaven. Okay, but then the sad part is he's the best choice of twenty bad evils because I I I won't vote for him. But I got to say, good luck to you, Democrats, because it I'd rather put up with him. I'd rather put up with him at this point, because look, look at the options for Trump. This is a, this is a guy who who couldn't even keep balloons out of our airways, let alone knew that they were there. Yeah. Yeah. He did it, too. OK, so we all want to get up on Biden about shooting down Chinese balloons when Trump let enough in for a freaking clown party. OK. And what do these balloons mean anyway? Okay, we, 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 
we have some of the greatest technology in existence in the world right now. Do you really think some skeezy weather balloon with a GoPro on it is going to collect a lot of data from us? Like, do you guys even know how spy balloons work? Very minimalist systems, okay? Especially knowing the fact that there are enough satellites in the sky, that there's enough fiber optic going through this country, that China has plenty of back doors right into our internet, guys. Who cares about a balloon, okay? And then especially the ones that made it all the way into the Midwest, I mean, half that was just from Nor'easter Drift. And what, what kind of data did they get that they can't get directly off of our TV or our social media? Okay, so for all of you that are upset about freaking spy balloons, get over yourself. You didn't even know they existed before we started talking about them. Okay, you were living your little life, you know, sleeping in the middle of the night, farting your little farts and scratching your little butts, ne'er a care in the world. And then some talking head comes up and goes, ooh, Chinese spy balloons. And now you're all just professional Chinese spy balloon analysts. Well, guess what? You're not, okay? These balloons are junk, okay? They, 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 they're, they're measly little morsels in a long game of centuries of spy crap between countries around the world, all right? We have stupid things that we do to China. This is one of the stupid things that they do to us, whether it's physical people, balloons in the air, satellites in space, space stations, dark side of the moon, you name it, Okay? There is a laundry list of spycraft that occurs every day, and you are absolutely unaware of it. So why do you care right now about this? You want to solve something real? Go out and solve homelessness. You want to solve something real? Start treating people right in your own fucking town. Okay? Who cares about those balloons? Because there's nothing you as a singular person can do about it. Please, tell me, how are you going to march right out into China and tell them where to stick their balloon? I rest my case. So, with that, I like to move on. Now that our blood's boil a little bit, now that, now, now that we've, we've really sunk our teeth into something, I'm going to take a step back for a moment. I'm going to praise something a little bit because I think it didn't get enough praise. Because i got to say, I see enough on the right side of social media. I see enough about the left side of social media. Um, not a lot of the left heavily watches sports anymore because, I mean, really, who gets sucked into the Coliseum? This is one of those few things where I agree with the left on who cares about the Coliseum anymore. You know, you keep the peasants entertained, they won't revolt. Huh? Huh? All right? You were all entertained. Whether you were fully entertained or not, you didn't revolt because you got the Super Bowl of your lives, okay? Which I, I don't even get it because, like, I don't, I'm, I'm the worst Hawaiian in that sense. I don't do football. I think it's a waste of time. I've lost too many good friends to CTEs. I lost an uncle to a bullet in the chest because of CTEs. All right? It's not good. It's not good. So, like, unless you guys all turn it into, like, flag football, I'm not interested. But what I do get interested in every year is, like, the few good commercials that show up, even though I'm not, like, super pro-consumerism, you know, that there are some entertaining things in there. Um... Nothing stood out entirely too much in the commercials, but the halftime show, that was pretty bomb.com. All right? That, like, one, one, okay? I got to say, the rigging team, my guys, you guys rocked it. All right? As long, I, 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 I'm proud enough to know a couple guys who worked out there, uh, and I got to say, you guys rocked it. 
It looked beautiful. I mean, dude, the, all of those platforms coming up and down, the safety involved with that, the cameras flying, the drones flying. Dude, it kicked ass. And Rihanna was pregnant the whole time. Like, no way. Guys, she actually, like, she was not only came to play, but then she came to play with a bun in the oven. That baby has seen more games than most people in the NFL. <laughs> but um, great performance all around. I got to say that those little white marshmallow outfits, I wasn't really hip onto them until the color changes occurred. Like, I got to know, were those things UV reactive? Because, like, or, or did they just choose the right color of red so that way she didn't, like, change color when they hit the lights? Because, like, towards the end part of – of, of the halftime show when they started like hitting the 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 little marshmallow dancers from the side they all started changing colors and she did it and I thought that was a pretty cool feature in the clothing and the lighting working together uh the shots were some of the most cinematic I have ever seen of a Super Bowl anything and it was just it was it was beautiful it really was and I don't have usually anything beautiful to say about the Super Bowl. I think I haven't commented on the Super Bowl since Prince played in the Super Bowl. And that was so epic. It was hard to beat. I mean, he literally played While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And then it started raining. And then he started playing Purple Rain. And then it just, no, man, it was beautiful. Like, nothing really caught up to the quality of that until this Super Bowl. And, I, and, and the music, I'm not actually the biggest fan of her music. But she's got dope beats. Really, where my praise goes, though, is the team that went into that, the dancers that went into that, the costume department that went into that, the lighting, the camera department. Guys, you rocked it. And it was just, it was beautiful. It was absolutely, positively beautiful. There were a few good trailers, though. But we'll get to those Friday. But let's get back into ripping on things by talking about one commercial from the Super Bowl before we know move forward. And if you guys know me, you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> that he gets us one. I thought that was the lamest duck attempt by Christianity in uh, the 21st century to try to get into the game. First, I got to say, look, I don't care what religion you buy into, okay? But what I do care about is proselytizing. All of the core religions consider it a sin or egregious or just gauche to a degree. So um, I think advertising a religion is just stupid. Um, if, if your religion is good and your people are good, and your word is good, people will follow. It's literally what your book says. So why don't you just stick to that? All right? You know, many people have made the good point. If Christ had that uh, $14 million, $20 million, or whatever, that they wasted on that useless amount of proselytizing, that everybody just clicked to another channel or listened to their Spotify or got high during or whatever, I've seen more people making fun of this, Okay? And quite frankly, the numbers are telling us that your average person just says they're Christian, so then that way their Christian friends don't get upset. 
Okay, so the the difference between actual practicing Christians and then people who just say they're Christians, so that way they can avoid weird talk with their uncle on Christmas. Okay, that that number is a lot bigger than people are are are, are willing to recognize. Methinks. All right, so um, I I I just thought it was absurd. I thought it was lazy. I thought it was a waste of time. I thought it was a bigger waste of time than the Bud Light commercial, and that one really was lazy. Um, the Bush Light commercial was better than that. Bush Light never has anything going for it. Well played, Bush Light. Uh, but the, he gets this commercial. Uh, I, I think that this is a sad attempt by the Christian conservatives of this country to start spending money. I think this is a sign of new things to come. Well, old things re reduxed. I mean, we're really starting to get back into a heavier age of televangelism now that they finally figured out how podcasts and YouTube work, which I figured they would figure it out sooner. I mean, dumber people have figured this out. So, um, and I'm not even really saying they're dumb. I'm just saying they're confused and they're selling and interpreting a religion incorrectly. Most modern Americans are, and I think that's what the biggest waste of it is. I mean, all they're really promoting is colonial Christianity, okay? I think there might be some kind of Christianity in there that could be good to a degree. I mean, there are a lot of good parables in the Bible, but there's also, like, a lot of confusing material inside that book that really just, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't. We, and we can get on that another day. If you disagree with me on that, cool, hit me up. We'll go uh, talk shit at Jack in a Box or something or go sit down at Zippy's and have a talk about this. But uh, I, I, I think it was a just a poor attempt at proselytizing. I'm anti-missionary uh, and proselytizing. Again, if your religion is good, people will find it. If it's not, just stay the fuck away. Um, and, and with that being said, there, there is a lot that the church could have actually been doing. All right? This is probably the laziest era of churchgoers I've seen. They all want salvation, but they do not want to work for it. They all just, it's the laziest part of the American machine right now. If Christians were really so good, then we wouldn't have all of the homeless that we do on the streets. If Christians were really so good, we wouldn't have, you know, one in five children starving right now because they they would be out there feeding them, okay? But instead, a lot of them, since they fall on the extreme right, they, they want to deregulate everything that would be keeping those people fed to a degree, and then they don't want to go out and feed people. And then they don't, you know, and, and and then it's all bootstrapping. So, I mean, quite frankly, any Christian that starts bootstrapping, I just tune them out because that's uh, not what Jesus would do if he was real. Uh, huge if there. Uh, but, you know, Jesus jokes aside, uh, we also uh, just recently, uh, you know, it was Valentine's Day, but it's it's also a happy belated death to Captain Cook Day. And I got to fit this in every once in a while because, you know, in our attempt to be more irate and a little harder here at Rabbit Holes, why not mention the colonials we find disgusting? Uh, I was actually privy to this in a forum recently. For those of you kids locally in the know, we, we, we have that Facebook forum, ETA, enough tourists already. And, and I find it's not only just a place to talk about tourism, which is, you know, 
neo-imperialism at its finest, but we talk about colonialism in there from time to time. And um, there was a kid, I won't name because I'm not giving him that much power here, uh, but I would say that he's a very confused little moron indeed because it looks like he just loves to come into the forum to talk colonial crap. Uh, I mean, as far as I could tell, looking at his profile, the kid's like a child of transplants who don't have any respect, and he's been whipped through two different high schools and didn't finish college, so I highly doubt he knows what the hell he's talking about within the context of what he's dealing with it. And so it really seemed like it was just some 24-year-old know-it-all that's just repeating whatever he found on the Internet that minute because he likes to troll people and he thinks he's so good at it. Um, the responses would say otherwise, as they do. But it also reminds me that there is there is just a brash boldness that is starting to come out in little colonials and old colonials alike. We're reaching that same point in the 80s where they all just think that we want to hear what they have to say. And if we don't want to hear what they have to say, they have to club us over the head with it. So they just keep coming back for more. So I have to say this to you, kids. Stand up for yourself more. As someone who in my teens and 20s kept my head down just to stay safe and keep a job and just to stay safe and not get my ass whooped, I think I would have rather taken those ass beatings. So I'm going to tell you now, stand up for yourself. And if you get your ass beat, let me know, and I'll come beat the ass with you. Because it's not, now is not the time to be meek. You know, they said the meek would inherit, and they lied. Because you know what? They haven't. We are surrounded by idiocy and warrior alpha male mentality bullshit, toxic misogyny, uh, the, the lack of a better understanding. This is the least Christ-like that America has been, okay? The, the, the colonials are now getting upset about pronouns. Every other language has them all, you know. Many have figured out that there are far more than just the two that Americans sit on. And more and more, I'm realizing that, like, Americans are broken, and they're gaslighting the part of America that is woken up into breaking itself again so that way it can't be woken up anymore. And it's too late for that, folks. It's time to wake up, okay? There's nothing wrong with being woke. You know what wokeism is? Recognizing injustice. And that, that sounds like a very left thing of me to say, but no, this, this is a very central thing to think about, okay? So whether you're a libertarian on the right that feels not to be treaded on or you're a neocon on the left that wants your independence but control, you still both need to recognize that on either side there's bigots, and they both have problems with this because they're all colonial turds left or right, okay? The, these habits need to be stopped, and the only way to stop these is to remind them of what the world was and what the world wants to be. Not the corporate consumerism capitalistic model that has been recently driven into us by, you know, the overbearing less than 17% of America. I mean, that's the crappy part about it now. We're just tolerating loud hollies at this point. 
okay? And it's getting obnoxious, okay? I, I, I've recently come to this understanding, and, th- and this is kind of how I, I deal with Americans in general because the hardest part about being Hawaiian is the, is the whole, like, all of them turning to me and going, well, you can't live without us, and, and you wouldn't know what to do. Which is really funny because this is coming from people that don't know what to do with themselves. I think the reason why Americans are so broken is because they have no heritage or culture. No, please, tell me. Tell me what's your heritage or culture, Americans, without using pop culture, television, rock and roll. No, it's not. It's not there. You know, especially since half of what I just mentioned came from other countries first. So it's not even like you get to say first it's that you just adopted things from other countries. You fused them in like the melting pot that you wanted to be, but then you all just turn into blank slates. Okay? I love rent fairs. Okay? They're an interesting thing, but I also cry a little bit when I see rent fairs because I, I see I see Americans who don't know who they are. And I think that's an overwhelming problem now. We have Americans who don't realize how empty they are because they don't know their life back more than two generations because they throw it all away for their consumerism and and, and they don't think about how much their consumerism and pop culture has over-replaced their real heritage and culture. Okay, and I, and I don't count religion as culture. That that falls into mysticism, okay? I, I, I'm talking about your genealogy, your people, what you stand for. And Americans don't stand for anything. It's seen by the fact that they have to go to Civil War reenactments and Ren fairs and still find themselves cosplaying as Doctor Who instead of trying to remember real history. And I mean, what the hell are a bunch of kids in California really going to do with recreating the Civil War? Okay, it, it just it boggles my mind. Okay, and, and, and then what good is a, a Ren Fair going to do in Sandusky, Ohio? Okay, why can't you concentrate on the things that put your family on that rock and that got you there? You know, may, maybe if you recognize that you had something that you left behind, you wouldn't be so apt to just try to create something new that's flavorless and tasteless. I mean, come on, guys. This is probably the most mayonnaise sandwich generation of America. You guys are, are all on a nostalgia member, Barry. Uh, everybody wants to go, well, they think they want to go back to Christianity, which is just... <clears throat> all right, so they're going to replace their personal culture with religion. They're going to replace their genealogy with how many comic books they collect. And and don't get me wrong, I love me some comics, but I still know how to separate my pop culture from my personal culture. You know, this is why we separate the days of the week for our news. (laughs) And this is why I always try to remember myself to be more Hawaiian than let America change me because... There is there's a lot to be learned from a melting pot if it was working like a melting pot, but it's not. Okay, it's segregated zones. All we've managed to do in all this time is go, oh, you want to be like that, move to that state. Oh, you want to be like that, move to that state. Okay, it wasn't we're all equal people. It's just now 50 segregated categories, okay? we Instead of just creating two, 
black and white, we've now just created 50, along with, you know, a, over a dozen other colonies that we now just take advantage of and continue to call savages. So really, at that point, who's the savage? I would leave it to say that the Americans are. And they need to learn. They need to learn that their colonizing attitudes have left them underdeveloped and underfulfilled. So uh, happy belated death to Captain Cook Day. And uh, maybe as uh, as a new Valentine's measure, I'm going to make it a point to give out colonial Valentines <laughs> and just remind Americans that they have something. Maybe I'll hand out, like, little booklets. I'll be like, oh, you're Irish. Well, maybe you should learn about your Irish history. That'd be great. So that way you wouldn't, like, just go, I'm white and everything needs to be white. Because this is my America. And I think that shit needs to stop. I think it's dumb. Like, I, I feel like I've I have currently been in the most intolerant era of America since I was a kid in the 80s, okay? And, and I recognize racism exists on all sides. And I recognize I'm making a few people butthurt right now because I'm just calling them all colonizers. But if you're getting butthurt about what I'm saying, is it because I said something mean or is it because I said something true? Oh, you see how that feels now when we do it to you? Exactly. I didn't say that you were terrible people. I just said that you didn't have any culture. You don't have any heritage. America, wake up. It is time to get a little woke. There's no escaping it. Even the right has to get a little woke. You have to recognize the injustice here that you've done to yourself. You have now colonized yourselves. Okay, and we're going to now take this new year to uncolonize you. We're going to find out what America should be really thinking about, what America's thoughts should be taken on, because, guys, you need to stop with this whole white power bullshit propaganda machine, this whole restore Christ in charge stuff. This is a free country, okay? One, people can't change what color melanin they come out the womb, okay? So don't get on them about that, all right? Uh, skin color is just about as natural as farting. And you know what? On, on second thought, while we're talking about farting, just so I can lighten the boodle here a little bit, guys, can we get over that? Fart jokes aren't funny, okay? We've been farting since the dawn of time. It's not. It's not. It's like I, I think it's really weird that people go, eh, he farting. It's like, bro, can't help it. It exists, okay? All right, so uh, one, get your cults together. Two, stop fart shaming. Three, um, we we really we really need to talk about the elephant in the room of being outnumbered in Hawaii, and that's going to happen on Wednesdays and on Sundays because it's going to happen from the perspective of the rest of the country at large on Wednesdays, and then just from the perspective of Maui on Sundays, but. We are 1 in 10 in our home country. And I say our home country because we ain't a state. We're illegally annexed, okay? So whatever bones you got to pick with me on that, get over yourself, colonizer. Uh, because at the end of the day, y'all don't treat us any different than, like, Puerto Rico, Guam, or Samoa. So um, until the respect is given, then you'll get it back. Um, so with that being said, we're going to take Wednesdays to talk more about you know, end a little bit 
on talking about colonialism and a little bit on talking about the neo-imperialist problem of how America operates. We're going to try to shed more light on how it's affecting all of these micro colonies that it wouldn't give a star on its map and how it constantly labels us in them as us in them, you know, as other things, as savages, and how they have retconned our own history against us. Because you know what? It's really peeving me every time we point out the genocide of millions of people that the colonizers have to turn around and go, but you know... You did fight each other. Motherfucker, everybody fights each other, okay? We just didn't roll into town, though, and kill a few million people like it was nothing, okay? Brothers fight. Sisters quarrel, okay? Sometimes a nation goes to battle. But what I will tell you is this. We didn't lead fucking culling campaigns across God's green earth to just murder for the sake of murdering, okay? People protected territories. People fought over stupid things, yes. But the blood count, the body count, wasn't as high as as colonization made it, okay? Those were simple people who fought between each other. And then colonizers showed up, and it's just wipe away everything. And then y'all want to turn around and go, oh, yeah, but, you know, you did, you guys did scrap a little. Yeah, bruh, we did scrap. Of course, everybody going to scrap. But not everybody shows up and kills a million people overnight with muskets because they can. Okay, that is the qualm we have. So don't give me the whole, you guys are savages bullshit. Okay, because we're not, we, we're not we all cannibals. What kind of fucking moronic thing is that? I mean, look at the evolution of man and recognize how long it had been since regular cannibalism occurred in the human food chain. All right? This is dumbass colonial propaganda, which which also leads me a thing to think about, which I want to talk about even on Friday, is the fact that, like, because of the colonial depiction of us savages, I also think we were only drawn in certain ways. You know, because one, like... They really did all just draw us as seven-and-a-half-foot-tall monsters that could, like, crush Whitey's head with one hand, which, like, I, I highly doubt that we all looked that good, okay? There is no way. I mean, yeah, we didn't have TV or comic books to get in our way, but guys, please, for the state of the human condition and the existence of man, I really don't think everybody was ripped, okay? <laughs> so... I think with that being said, like, half of that came about because, like, just like all the propaganda on the plains back during Westward Expansion was how could they draw us savages to look like something worth killing, okay? So we're going we're gonna to talk to some historians about these things. We're going to talk to some pop culture aficionados about the representation of indigenous and BIPOC folks. We are going to talk to everyone and get their point of view Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday in all the different ways because there's always going to be a finisher segment now where I get a little irate about colonizers because you know what? The time has come. The time has come to start telling them enough already. We done with it. We're going to hold you up and hold you accountable. Now, that's not saying that I dislike Americans, okay? I only dislike colonizers, colonizer attitudes, 
okay? If you don't have a colonizer attitude, then do not worry. We do not have quarrel, brother, all right? We on the same side, so recognize that, okay? What I'm talking about is dyed-in-the-wool assholes who have to traipse into a forum with uninformed rhetoric about superiority. That, that shit needs to stop. This whole master race, put your flag down crap has got to end, okay? And we're going to bring that up in everywhere we can. We're going to make people feel uncomfortable a little. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay to feel a little uncomfortable because this is how we evolve. So new episodes back on schedule. We'll be catching up on Friday with all the gossip and entertainment and definitely back on Sundays to discuss Maui with special guests returning on the weekly. Mahalo for everyone dealing with the madness and me being missing for a while. Mahalo for adapting to the new changes. I know I got a little wild and off at places here at times. Um, I definitely went outside my normal script. I mean, I even wrote my little script, but then I like I went on so many tangents I had to pull myself back. That's why, you know, that's how you can kind of tell sometimes when you're listening to me. If I'm like, if I'm fully on the script I wrote is how many likes and ums I get. And it's like, oh, he fell down his own little rabbit hole. And then I, I kind of gear back towards the things that sound a little more well-formed. And that's because I'm slightly reading off of a piece of paper while I'm slightly going nuts into your ears here. So thanks for dealing with my Vogue voice. Thanks for dealing with uh, my crazy. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you later. Aloha.